It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, October 5th, 2023. I'm Beckler. Shauna is away today, although you will hear Shauna's voice at several points throughout the podcast. We've gotten a little better at, I think, planning for when one of us is off, one of the other of us is off, and like getting some stuff in the tank before the other person leaves. So uh, you're going to hear a new soup parody today, which Shauna is on, of course. And Shauna also did an etymology for me, a couple of them before she left. Uh, where else do you hear Shauna? Oh, there, there's a break at the end of this podcast, what we call in radio a break, a talk break, uh, that we did last week. And I meant to put it on the podcast because I thought it was really funny. And then I just forgot. And I was like, oh, there's nothing saying that we can't put it on today's podcast. So that's on there as well. What else? A little October content. Uh, we're going to talk about the new premier of Manitoba and his checkered past. I had an interesting conversation with my dad about this last night. He and I disagree. All that and more after your out-of-context clip of today's show. China's still doing headshots. I guarantee it. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My son Bo is eight years old, and he was telling me about how dodgeball works at their school now. I mean, this will probably be news to you as it was to me. Uh, when they play dodgeball, it only counts if you hit someone from the waist down. Anything above the waist doesn't count. I mean, when we were growing up, it was no headshots, but you could still hit someone in the torso. Not anymore. The meek shall inherit the earth. We're seeing this. Waist down, vol- waist down dodgeball. This is Vancouver stuff. This is how they play. In Va- Actually, in Vancouver, it probably only counts if you hit someone in the feelings. But I don't think this is the right direction to go with kids. Like Math hasn't softened itself. English hasn't gotten any easier to learn. Why should dodgeball soften itself? Now, I have to reveal something to you about my youth. Your old pal Beckler, growing up, had a cannon of an arm. Absolute rocket of an arm. I was a pitcher. I had no control. All heat. No control. A lot of kids got beaned. I was a quarterback. Too slow to scramble. Couldn't run. Could hit you on a 40-yard fly, though, if I needed to. I loved dodgeball. I mean, if I tried to play now in one of these adult leagues, I would probably... Two throws and need Tommy John surgery after that. But as a kid in grade school, I was built for dodgeball. This is meathead talk. I realize it. But it's it's true. And it's fine. You know, some kids are brilliant artists. Some kids have an aptitude for the sciences. And some kids will brain you with a dodgeball. They'll get you right in the brain. And that's okay. That's okay. All of these children are special. You just have to keep your head on a swivel. I mean, China isn't playing waist down dodgeball. I, China's still doing headshots. I guarantee it. And we cannot get soft. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got this great message from a friend of the show, William. William said, I was listening to a podcast about roundabouts recently, and they interviewed someone called Kevin Beresford, who has been called the Lord of the Rings due to his appreciation of roundabouts. He's got a whole website with all his interests. William says, I'm thinking he would definitely be one of the dullest elves who would work out infrastructure and transportation. The elves who were needed, but no songs would be written of them. Isn't that the truth? I never really thought about that, but in any of these fantasy worlds, in any of these science fiction worlds, fantasy worlds, there are still people doing regular jobs, right? Like, you know, toilets in Rivendell get plugged. Someone's got to come in there and fix that. But no one's talking about them. Tolkien didn't write about those people. Only wrote about the heroes, right? When you talk about the great elves. See, Shauna's not here to stop this, so we're just going to go nuts with it today. The great elves, right? Celebrimbor, who crafted the rings of power, the mentor to Sauron. He was the greatest elven smith, save Fionor, who made the Silmarils. 
Glorfindel, who slew a Balrog. Fingolfin, who challenged Morgoth to single combat. And then, of course, you have names you might be familiar with. Gilgalad, the Elven King, Galadriel, Lady of the Wood, Elrond, Master of Rivendell. Oh, and here we have Kevin of the Public Works Department. He obtained a BA in planning from the University of Mirkwood. Kevin wasn't drafted into the Elven Army due to an undersized chest, officially listed as a feebleness of constitution. His mom was okay with it, though, as she didn't want him going off to Angband to fight in any wars. So now Kevin works in a back room in the Gondolin Municipal Building, and he gets super irritated when the vending machine is out of Lembus bread. The and Shauna Podcast. This is definitely among the dumbest things that Shauna and I do on the show. These soup parodies to celebrate soup season. We get in the old beet kitchen. We start cooking up a new soup parody, which we've done for you. Uh, I haven't heard the finished version of this yet, so let's give her a listen. Look. If you had one pot, one supportunity to make all the soup you ever wanted, all the components, would you ration it or eat it all in one day? His head is soupy, outside weather's moody, it's making every brother blue, he's like John Belushi, he's hungry, but he humbly must perform his duty to cook soup, with spice so that pants are poopy, and he knows now the soup smell fills the house, he's already vowed to soup you in the mouth, he's chopping now, all the veggies dropping now, stock's hot. Timer's up, broth the now. Dip back from the stove again, soup is on low, and then oops, it overflows, but he's gone and phoned all his friends. Oh, they don't mind that their bro is inclined to cook soup all the time. He's dope with soup rhymes, bibs are all on, and no oh, the soup's gone. He knows there's a problem, it's raw, the beef ramen, so it's back to the stove again. Whoops, poopy pants again, better get back to the bathroom and hope the bad bum You better it. salt your soup in the kitchen, just one pinch, take a sip, stir the noodles in the foe. You only get Get one shot, do not underfill your bowl. These soupy panties come once in a lifetime. You better salt your soup in the kitchen. Just one pinch, take a sip, stir the noodles in the foe. You only get one shot, do not underfill your bowl. These soupy panties come once in a lifetime, yo. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Earlier this week in Manitoba, they had an election, and the NDP won a majority. They bounced the conservative government that had been in power for, I believe, two terms at the time. Uh, and the new premier of Manitoba is a fellow by the name of Wab Canoe. Now, you may have heard the name Wab Canoe before. He's been an MLA for a few years in Manitoba. Uh, he's a younger fella. He's, he's now the first indigenous premier of a Canadian province as well. Wab Canoe has a bit of a colorful past, uh, including charges for assault, domestic assault, DUI. Uh, he's gotten into trouble for some homophobic and misogynist comments on social media. And he, he used to be a rapper before he got into politics and some of his lyrics contained that sort of content as well. And he's, he's expressed remorse about these parts of his life on many occasions. He went through programs for alcoholism. And then he wrote about all this stuff in his 2015 memoir, The Reason We Walk. And many people feel that Wab Canoe is a changed man. But I was talking with my dad last night. We were on, on the phone and... He said he doesn't think that with his past, Wab Canoe should be premier. And I said, really? You don't think that, that people can change? And he said, not that much. So we went back and forth a bit. I, I happen to disagree with my dad on this point. And I, I used myself as an example when I was talking to him. You know, when I, was, when I was a younger guy, I said and did some things that I regret now, that I'm not proud of. 
you know, just trying to be funny or, you know, not treating people as well as I should have. And I think, I hope now that I'm able to recognize that and that I've, you know, made the decision to, to be better, to be different. I think, you know, we all make mistakes, some bigger than others, of course, but, you know, recognizing those mistakes and then, you know, trying to better yourself. That's exactly what we want from people, isn't it? But my dad made a good point. He did make one good point. So he's a retired police officer. And he pointed out that someone like Wob Canoe, you know, with his criminal past and the things he's, you know, said and done, he would be, he would probably be disqualified from being a police officer based on his past transgressions. You know, most police departments probably would not hire him, even if he has changed. Think about that for a moment. I mean, the office of premier carries far more power than an individual police officer does. And yet many people would hold the police to a higher standard, including, I would think, the departments themselves. And I think it would probably be safe to guess many NDP supporters, many of the people who would vote for a Wab Canoe are probably among those who would hold police to impossibly high standards. And of course, I mean, there's, there's a partisanship angle as well, right? Would NDP supporters be as forgiving of a liberal or a conservative premier as they would be for Wab Canoe, if you know, if they had done the same thing and vice versa? I mean, this doesn't just go one way. But to that point, you know, I asked my dad if he felt that uh, the current premier of his province, Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, who has several driving charges, including for DUI, uh, in one crash he killed a woman. I said to my dad, do you think that should disqualify Scott Moe from being premier? And he said, yes, I do. So my dad is consistent, if nothing else, and I always respect consistency. I still disagree, though. I think, I think the role of a politician is to represent everyone. And among that that everyone, that big everyone, are plenty of people who have frigged up. So if we keep demanding leaders with like a lifetime of few frig ups or no frig ups, we aren't going to get anyone real leading us, are we? We're going to miss out on potentially some good leaders. I said to my dad, as you know, as Jesus said, we're all sinners. Podcast. I would say the general consensus of the messages I got in response to that segment were. Uh, people who mostly agree with me that you have to uh, give people the opportunity to change. In front of the show, Mike said, it's better to, to, to give people the chance to change and show that they can change instead of casting them out of society. And I guess, you know, like, my dad would argue that Wob Canoe isn't being cast out of society. He's just, you know, maybe not fit to hold certain high public offices. I don't know, though. I think, I think there's real value to showing somebody that there is a way back, though, right? Just because you have done this stuff doesn't mean that you're you know you're damned forever like we want to give people the opportunity the motivation to be better people right i think that's what we're striving for i got this message from friend of the show fred who is from cleveland fred is american and he said in the united states donald trump would not be allowed to be the speaker of the house because of his felony charge but he can be president how does that make any sense one of those offices has slightly more power than the other I'd say the only slight pushback I got against that segment was from friend of the show, Chris, who argued that a police officer has more power than a politician because they have, you know, they have the ability to use force against someone. They have the ability to arrest someone and potentially put them in jail for a long time. I guess if you're talking about an individual person, then yes, an individual police officer would have more power over me in the street than the premier would. But if you look at the scope of the damage that one or the other could do, I think it's not even close. But point taken, Chris, point taken. Anyway, I appreciate that uh, 
that we're allowed to have those kind of conversations on this show. So thank you for your messages and uh, thank you, of course, for listening. I was talking this, this, I didn't put this on the podcast, but I was talking this morning just about how great like audio entertainment options we have these days are, like whether it's the podcasts that you love or, you know, being able to just pop in earphones, listen to the, listen to the radio. I've been working in my shop a lot lately, putting in some long days. I've been building a couple bed frames, a couple of fun projects, but uh, yesterday I just listened to the audiobook of Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. So I just had like, you know, these talented voice actors reading me Ender's Game while I worked, which is just fantastic. Like I don't have six hours, seven hours to sit and read a book during the day, but I do have time to do that while I'm doing something else. If it's someone reading you the book, like you got to think that the Walkman wasn't invented until 1979. The portable radio wasn't invented until the 50s. So prior to that, people just worked with nothing to listen to. Man, that would be way less fun. I guess that's why it, <laughs> that's why there was like work songs and stuff. Anybody want to sing a song while we work? Not really the same as a full-on audiobook or a podcast, is it? This podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. We were chatting with our friends from Shane Holmes uh, just yesterday, actually. And for the next little while, we're going to tell you about some of the uh, communities that Shane Holmes builds in, like Creekview. Brand new community in the southwest of Calgary. This is how new these communities are. I haven't even heard of Creekview before. Lovely spot for nature lovers. Uh, you can build laned or paired homes in Creekview. To learn more about the products Shane Holmes offers and the communities in which they build, shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, the Toronto Blue Jays are out of the postseason. Their season is over. Uh, the Twins won their first playoff series in 21 years. They actually, with the first win in that series against the Jays, they ended an 18-game postseason losing streak. That's miserable time for Minnesota fans. I don't like the Jays, so this is fairly sweet for me. And if Shauna were here, I would be a bit more delicate about this, but Shauna is not here, so I'm not going to mince words. I don't like the Jays. I like to see them lose. I mean, a big part of it, of course, is just the Toronto sports media. When you live in Canada, you're just, like, bombarded with... News about Toronto sports teams, right? It's just the most important thing in the world. So there's that. But I think it's also the assumption that everyone in, in Canada is a Jays fan. Now, I'll give you an example. I was talking to a guy yesterday, and we, we weren't talking about baseball, but he was just like, hey, did you watch the game today? And, it, you know, he, of course, he was just being friendly, just some harmless small talk. But I was like, which game, dude? <laughs> there, were, there were four games on yesterday, four baseball games at least. Just the assumption that I'm a Jays fan. Also, I mean, Toronto isn't exactly close to here. There are something like a dozen MLB franchises that are located geographically closer to us than the Jays. So, like, there's no proximity allegiance to the Jays that I have. And it's not like the players are Canadian either. You know who has as many Canadian players as the Jays? The Minnesota Twins. So I'm, I'm sorry if the wound is still too fresh for Jays fans. Um but I always celebrate when Toronto teams get bounced, whether it's the Jays or the Leafs. I, I just really like to see that. Should be able to the ballpark for the start of the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays postseason run, and it's over. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Demology with Shauna. This was recorded earlier this week before Shauna took off uh, to Vegas for the weekend. I was at the Dome for a concert this past week, and yeah. uh, I saw in the bathroom, because the bathroom, they have these stickers for Canadian Brew House all over. They must be the bathroom sponsor of the Saddle Dome or whatever. But there was this sticker that I was reading while I was washing my hands on the sink that was talking about the term wet your whistle and why we say that. 
And this sticker claimed that years ago, beer mugs used to have whistles on them so you could blow into them to get service. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't sound like it would be right. So I wanted you to confirm or deny that. It's so funny you mentioned this because I remember reading the same thing. And I think I looked it up at the time and then forgot about it because I was like, I don't think so. That sounds like, as they call them, folk etymologies. Okay. And there are a ton of those. In fact, a lot of times people will send me ones from online and they'll be like, look, here's a cool one for you. And it's a folk etymology. It's fake. And you can almost tell when you start, you're like, that doesn't sound right. I always thought it'd be wet your whistle because your mouth also whistles. And you're wetting it. Is that where it comes from? It's super simple. It's just whistle was a term that used to be used to refer to your mouth or your throat. Mm. So you're what you're literally wetting your whistle when you drink. Your whistle was just that nickname that they used to use for your mouth or throat, which is pretty funny, actually. I like that. So you're telling me the, whistle. the bathroom at the Saddle Dome lied. To lied. Me. It lied. Don't believe everything you read, especially not something that's written in a bathroom. Don't. And if you have a question about an etymology, ask me because I'll look into it and I'll get to the bottom of it. I'll tell you if it's a fake one or not. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Well, of course, it's Trucktober right now. We're celebrating trucks all month long on this show. Uh, although, try as we might, we'll never celebrate trucks as hard as country music celebrates trucks. They're just, I mean, it's, it, of course, it's a bit of a, a bit of a meme, right? That country singers sing about trucks. But when you actually start to break it down, holy crap, are there a lot of songs about trucks? Uh, here's a newer one that I heard recently. This is Tyler Rich. The song's called Trucks Don't Lie. Wait for him to hit that truck real hard. Of a yodel on that one. Trucks on trucks, and then the second time. Drive, Ooh, voice breaks a little. Oh, I like that. Should we add both of those to the old truck supercut? Let's do it right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm editing this on the fly. Uh, here's the truck supercut for you. Podcast. You know the term like hot girl blank, like hot girl summer? I've seen it used in other contexts recently. Like someone said they're like a, taking a hot girl walk. Can you say that about yourself if you're actually hot? Because like, think about this. If, if an average or below average looking person says it, we cheer, don't we? It's like I'm having a hot girl summer and we're like, yes, good for you. You have that hot girl summer. But if a legitimately hot girl says it, then the reaction, I think, is more kind of like, okay, get over yourself. Yeah, you're hot. We all know you're hot. So maybe that, <laughs> I know that's not the true definition of, of hot girl in this context. Hot, in this context, hot girl is like a confidence. It's like, uh, you know, you don't care what anyone thinks. You're just going to live your life, that sort of thing. But if a legitimately hot girl says, I'm going on a hot girl walk, it's like, ugh, yuck. <laughs> But if you're just kind of average, then I'm like, yeah, that's the attitude we like. You work that hot girl walk. Maybe that's how you know if you're really hot or not, is if you say, I'm having a hot girl summer, and everyone's like, awesome, good for you. Then you know you're just kind of average, maybe? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was chatting with my dad yesterday. He told me this funny story. So he's a retired police officer. Yeah. And he said when they were doing check stops, like checking for impaired drivers, so they'd have a bunch of 
a bunch of police cars ready to go to like pull people over and test them and stuff once they got they got waved in. You know how a check stop works. Totally. But they'd also have a chase vehicle if anybody tried to avoid the check stop, which oh. is pretty guilty looking behavior, isn't it? It sure is. If you is. like whip a U-turn or you like zip down an alley. I always wonder about that, yeah. So I don't know what CPS does here, but he said when he was a police officer, they had a chase vehicle. Hmm. So if someone avoided it, they would get in, they'd chase him down and see, hey, why did you, why did you e- evade the check stop, Why did you right? suspiciously turn down that right. alley the minute you saw <laughs> us, sir? Yeah. So anyway, he said he was at the dump yesterday. He's, re- he's retired now. He's at the dump yesterday. And at the dump that he goes to, uh, you, you have to stop like at most dumps and check in with the, the booth and tell them what you have in the back. They want to make sure you don't have any hazardous materials, that sort of thing. Right, yeah. He said this lady in front of him just blew past the, the booth and like drove into the dump. And he said two guys ran out of the booth, two old guys. He said they were like in their 80s. Oh, my God. Ran out of the booth and got into this old truck that was sitting there and ran her down. Oh, my they God. They have a chase vehicle. At the dump. At the dump. Holy crap. For anybody who evades the booth. That is hilarious. <laughs> so these two old these two old timers are in this old truck. The chase truck chasing this woman down. Hey, hey. you know what? I, that's awesome. There's probably two old retirees that just work at the dump part-time, and this is what they do for fun. I would do that, too. Just hop oh, in their yeah. chase vehicle and go after people. Yeah. Dump enforcement? Yes. Pull over. <laughs> <laughs> two old guys. Holy crap! Especially if you're someone who loves the dump like I do. Big yeah. dump, big dump guy over here. I hope it's an old like truck that should be in the dump itself too that they use. Just this uh, old beater, you know, it just rattles around and you get yeah, the, yeah. yeah. It's a, a real good dump wagon, an, a literal dump truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple of dump hawks there at the dump oh, wagon. Absolutely, yeah. Chasing you down, ready to go. <laughs> They have some old cracked little siren thing they put up on top that's from the garbage as well. The yeah. <laughs> Yep. What kind of waste do you have in your vehicle? Pull over. No, the, the whole like thing doesn't work though, so they're more yelling out the window. <laughs> Man, if we still had the cop segment, we would have had dump cops here. It would have been so good. Damn, radio's not working <laughs> against us. It's because it's from the dump. <laughs> ah, damn it. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.